It's tangent time! The, I think it's Tuesday edition. I do think it's Tuesday, but I could be wrong. I mean, it won't be Tuesday in about seven minutes, but until then, it's Tuesday! <laughs> so, like always, my favorite person's announced the season's greetings which for those who don't know anything about k-pop the season's greetings is just um this collection of random stuff usually consistent of like a calendar photo books um and then whatever else they decide to throw in there some photo cards sometimes um and just like random stuff some of them do dvds in which they have like little videos in which they actually say something his haven't had those, because um, I would imagine that those are probably a little expensive to uh, produce. But, um, so they always have, like, stuff. <laughs> um, they announced his today, of course. And I literally have, like, $5 to my name. Technically, less than that. Um, so, go freaking figure. Thankfully, it's not for sale yet. And thankfully, I get paid on Friday. However, pretty much all of that is spoken for. Um, what with the holidays coming up, too. So, woo. Um, yeah. I really do want to get it, but I don't know how much it's going to cost. I can't remember what last year's costed, and I do believe there was an importing fee of around $25 because apparently you can't ship anything from a province or a country or somewhere that isn't directly on your location without having to pay for it most of the time. I think the only things that I've ordered from Korea that I have not had to pay an importing fee were, or an importing fee for, were the Vix cheering towel that I got, and I want to say I didn't have to pay for my B2B light stick to be imported, and I think that's it. I don't think I had to pay for the, I did get, um, correction, I also did get, uh, an audiobook in the weirdest format ever, mind you. Um, the weirdest format ever. I still haven't even figured out like what to do, and I'm still terrified I'll ruin the thing if I try. Um, so I still haven't really even touched it. <laughs> it's great anyway, so I don't understand it, but it's it's my favorite person who recorded it, so I can literally listen to him talk for hours, and I don't care because um, he has a really nice voice, so I don't mind the fact that I don't understand it because there are bits and pieces that I'll understand. There's context I'll understand. So it's still nice anyway, because it's just nice to listen to him talk. So <laughs> throw me out a window. I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, they announced his season's greetings today, of course. And already they shared two spoiler photos. And all I got to say is, how can someone be so adorable and cute and also, yes, please, sir, at the same fucking time? It's not fair. He can't be held accountable for it either because he's all the way over there and it's just not fair. <laughs> sir, you can't do that. That's not fair. That's rude. It's rude. R-O-O-D rude. <laughs> ah, man. Anyway, um, he did that with um, almost a whole photo book for... Eldorado, his album, um, uh, consistent of a whole bunch of rude photos, and, uh, man, I came across one, I was flipping through it, reacting to it, um, 
when I was doing this in my group chat and the noise I made with one of those photos <laughs> was an unholy noise because <laughs> I was not expecting that. But like, oh, damn. <laughs> and uh, this time around, we're getting the adorable version of the oh, damn. And that's just not fair either. <laughs> Sir, <laughs> let a girl breathe, please. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. It's not fair. Anyway, um, I, I think. Um, might get it anyway. <sighs> I don't know. I'm a little annoyed, but uh, I forgot student loans were coming out this month, so um, yeah, <clears throat> my bank account didn't like that. Legitimately, did not like that. I had to move some stuff around, and now I have five dollars in my savings account. So technically, I have less than $5 to my name right now. Whoopsies. Good thing I did food shop before student loans came out, because I would have been in a real pickle. <laughs> Be smart with your finances, kids. I'm not. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> I mean, I also did forget when I was looking for my own place there, too. Um, I was like, yeah, my budget could be like up to 900 for rent maximum, like 800s ideal. But I also forgot that I pay 400 for therapy every month. So because of how much I pay for rent right now, that hasn't been an issue. And so I forgot when I was saying what my budgeting would be um, that I have to factor in therapy as well. So that was student loans plus another loan, that, well, not loan, but like credit that I'm paying as well. Um, and then, you know, you know, freaking bills and subscriptions and, you know, like expenses like actual food and stuff like yeah, I don't think I could rent anywhere for probably less, like, anything more than 500 Like I said, it's just, it's not something I had to think about when I was originally thinking about what I could afford to, like, pay rent-wise. But, you know, uh, it's because I haven't had to think about it. I haven't had to think about the money that goes toward therapy because... I don't have to worry about that. That plus my rent is just about a paycheck. And then everything else is just my stupid spending. <laughs> so, but if I were to be paying an entire paycheck or just under an entire paycheck in rent alone, then at least half of a paycheck goes towards therapy. And then there is about 200 in groceries a month. I don't spend a lot of money on groceries because I don't eat very well or very much. Um, and then, you know, there's 60, 70 for phone bill, then what other bills I would need to pay, like internet. And depending on where you move, if you have to pay for like your utilities and shit, there's that too. So by the end of it, I would be stuck in a situation like where I was when my sister and I lived in the apartment complex that we lived in. In that a paycheck and a half goes towards all my other expenses, and that I've got very little to nothing left over at the end of the month. Which I didn't factor in when I was originally looking for places to live. And yeah. <laughs> because again, therapy wasn't something I was considering um, that I have to pay for. Because it is something I have to pay for, obviously, but because I don't have to worry about it compared to if I were paying much more for rent, then, like, if I triple my rent, suddenly, like, that's gonna... Yeah, I wouldn't be there for very long. <laughs> um, so, you know, yeah, that 
kind of sucks because like it's getting expensive to live places now like in a one-bedroom apartment places that are any sort of decent size are asking for like nine hundred dollars here and i know that that's not as expensive in some bigger cities like toronto but like jesus motherfucking hell and anywhere that's like renting out places they're renting by rooms, but they're still asking six, seven, or eight hundred dollars for one bedroom. Like you're renting the room and everything else is a common area. Like the the apartment complex that my sister and I used to live in, when we were there, um, like my other former roommates can attest to this as well as um like my college friends, when we were living there, it was I think four hundred and twenty, four twenty-five, and four fifty, I think. For each individual bedroom. And now they're in the 600s. And I can tell you 100% that those units are not worth $600. There's a lot of like, it's not worth $600 for those fucking bedrooms. But they charge that now. Like, eek. And everything that they're building now is student buildings. And houses that are for sale or whatever are like student houses. Or they're geared for, like, making a rental income. Especially in my area, but also anywhere that isn't my area is either Sketchville, Ontario, like Sketchville, London, or the expensive side of London. Neither of which are very ideal. Like, it's really hard right now. Like, it just doesn't, it's just not an ideal time to move out. And I know my sister really wants to have her own space. And I get that. And I respect that. But also, like, I cannot do it. I really cannot do it. Not while I'm spending this much on therapy every month. And I can't not go to therapy. I learned the hard way that was a very bad idea. To not go to therapy. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Because there was about a three-month gap. In which I could not go to therapy because my schedule did not allow it um, because of my days off for work. It legit, I couldn't go to therapy with her. And I don't, I know that people say you can find other therapists, but when I was scrolling through, um, when I was looking for the therapist for the first time, um, none of them felt right. (laughs) And I go based on that gut feeling. And I know that that's a silly thing to do, but it's, uh, it's an intuition kick. More so than just a gut feeling. It's a, okay, this is the right person for you. Kind of thing. Not just a, oh, I like how they look. Or I understand what their profile stuff means. No, no, no. It's a gut kick. It's an intuition kick. Saying, this is the person. This is the one you need to talk to. So, you know. I didn't feel that with anybody else. And I looked for a lot. of Like, through a lot of profiles. Before I found hers. And then I thought, okay, well, if there's no one else that feels better, I'll go back to her. I scrolled only three other people down before I was like, no, she's the one. So, you know, like, you don't want to just find a therapist because they're available. (sighs) So, you know, mm, she doesn't work weekends. And that's the only reason I can't work in office um, to limit stress or, you know, go back to dealing with one person at a time customer-wise. Because I can't do the phones where I live because of my nephew. Um, and I've got neighbors and there's a lot of external noises from, like, everything because these walls are stupid thin. And we live right behind a complex of, like, a, like a, or a plaza. So, like, we get trucks and shit making noise all the time. But also my nephew likes to come in and say stuff. So, you know, and I got neighbors every once in a while that make a lot of noise, so I can't be on the phones where I live. 
Um, so if I were to want to go back to being on the phones, the in-office is Monday through Friday, nine to six or something like that. And they don't work Saturday, Sunday. So I don't, she doesn't work Saturday, Sunday, so I wouldn't be able to see her. I'd have to work something out with HR in which I get at least one day of the week off because I'm not going to use all my PTO to get one hour off and go for her latest appointment because that's what I had to do before. And that really sucks. Using your paid time off to get off of work, maybe get off of work that hour earlier so you can leave for your appointment. Like, um, there were times when I wasn't even getting off at exactly when I needed to be, but that was the only way that I could try to get out of work so I could get to my appointment on time. So, you know, it just fucking sucks. So (laughs) I can't work in office because of the hours versus therapy. And I can't be on the phones because of where I live. So for work purposes, this particular situation sucks, but it works in terms of availability versus atmosphere, whatever the hell. But it's stressful as shit. And it pays the bills, but if I were to try and live on my own with more expensive rent, I'd have to get a job that pays me more. And when I say I've applied to a lot of jobs, I mean, mom would throw resumes at me, or not resumes, sorry, throw applications at me or throw jobs at me. um, Or I would see something that's even remotely interesting and I would apply for it. And I don't think I heard back from a single one of them. So, you know. Yeah. It is what it is. But being an adult sucks. I'd say don't grow up, but you can't really stop the sands of time. So good luck. Have fun. <laughs> um, so I know I would usually summarize the variety show that I watch in my tangents in the group chat. And I haven't done that in the past couple of weeks, primarily because... I'm jumping in on episode, like, 48 with you guys, so, like, y'all are gonna be like, what the fuck? But, (laughs) I'm gonna do it again, because I miss doing it, and it's adorable, and, I mean, it's a really fun show to watch. So, I've been watching a Korean variety show since I found out how I could online and it's called two days one night and my favorite person is on it that is pretty much the only reason i'm watching it not gonna lie but now that i am watching it it actually is an enjoyable show although i'm not gonna watch it when he's not on there anymore um no offense to those guys they're great and the cast changes every season from what i understand um i think there's like one maybe two people who come back um i know one person in particular has been on for quite some time Um, Like, this is season four of it. They've literally been filming for an entire year now. Um, I don't know how long the seasons run for them, because there's one show that he started around the same time um, that was done in the summer? Yeah, it was done by the summer. Um, Sadly, they haven't said anything about season two. I really hope that that show gets a season two. It was called Don't Be Jealous in English. And it was about, basically, they were were just a panel kind of observing other celebrities going on dates and stuff. Obviously, these celebrities knew they were being filmed and they consented to it and blah, blah, blah. Because they also did, like, mini interviews with them periodically. Um, But it was a show to help normalize dating 
in celebrity culture over there, which is a big, big step forward because I've mentioned this before. Dating celebrities or celebrities dating seem to be like the biggest no-no over there for years and years and years. So I really hope it gets a season two. They haven't done it yet or haven't said anything about it yet, but my fingers are crossed. All of them are crossed. Like my eyes are crossed. And I just really hope that there's a season two. And I hope he's still on the panel because um, that would be great too. They also joked about him being a uh, like on the show instead of just being behind the behind the camera like being uh like someone who's dating <laughs> he's like uh no i like my spot on the, i like my chair <laughs> but honestly i would i would love to see him happy but i mean honestly with the with the privacy thing and stuff i totally understand why they would want to keep that aspect of their lives private because they don't get a lot of privacy as an idol anyway or as a celebrity over there anyway um, so, you know, wanting to keep some stuff under wraps does make a bit of sense. So I hope, though, he doesn't do it for the fans' sake, though. Because I know in February, when he started on the show, he had said that he doesn't think fans want to hear about him dating. But I'll be honest, I think a good chunk of us would rather hear that. Although, again, there's issues with other people, definitely not. Like, it's, like I said, a huge thing. Um, and it's very toxic and I don't like it. And like I said, it really upsets me that he feels this way, but I understand why he feels this way because I've seen it happen to so many other people. Like there are people who have been kicked out of their agencies because they're dating. And it was absolutely hilarious to me because one of the people who got kicked out of their company was dating within their company. They weren't even dating from a rival company and they both got kicked out. Like, <laughs> they both got kicked out, and they were both pretty big, pretty big members of their company, and they got kicked out, and now they're just basically rubbing it in the company's face. So, <laughs> A-plus to them, though. Um, and he's under his own label, so technically, he really couldn't get kicked out of his own company. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, I just, like, picture him having an internal monologue. You're out with himself, and that's just stupid, I know, but it's funny. Anyway, um, but I think, I mean, obviously, unfortunately, especially over there, a lot of fans would probably lose their shit um, and want him out of VIX, even though, you know, they've already lost one member because he got kicked out from a misunderstanding and the company that he's under didn't handle it very well. Ah, uh, the member that they lost. Um, but, you know, like, he, he, like, my favorite person, he could, he could date, and so many of us would be so happy to see that. Like, like, I, I always say this, and I said this in many letters and stuff, the fans that really care about you would want to see you happy however you want to be happy. And that's an important thing, that's an important, like, an important message that I really, really wish he knew and understood, and I'm sure he's heard it because I've said it and stuff like that, but, like, I just, I don't want him to be hesitant or feel like he has to be hesitant about things that make him happy, and it bugs me so much that that's the thing. Anyway, anyway, but, yes, to get back to two days, one night, so this episode was the finishing up of the previous filming period because they film... And it airs over the span of about three episodes, typically. Um, although they've been getting a little shorter and condensing their time a bit. I'm not sure if that's something that they're doing on purpose. But um, they started um, 
what was this one? This one was all about luck and testing their luck and stuff like that. Um, so one of the things that they had to do in the previous episode was figure out who won the lottery um, out of three people. And they had to, they got a chance to ask three questions. Um, and then they all as a group could collectively ask one more. And then they got to um, pick who won the lottery for their dinner game because they play games for their lunch and their dinner and for sleeping inside or outside. Um, which are always amusing to watch. <laughs> um, so in this case, they picked correctly, so they all got to eat. And honestly, quite like I love watching it when they eat because they're always so happy. Because they're also eating something that's really good food too. Um, but my favorite person, I I owe his cameraman like a gift card or something for coffee because like <laughs> he gets so many good shots of chipmunk coffee, and I love it to pieces because he looks so happy when he's eating food <laughs> and it's just really nice to see sorry I know that that's dumb but like when he's eating good food and he like stuffs his cheeks full it's adorable <laughs> like ah so I always cameraman something for that <laughs> so shout out to his personal cameraman because they all have a cameraman that follows them specifically as well um or would like film them specifically and then they have the collective um, from different angles, etc. So, like, his cameraman's really good at getting those shots. And I'm, I really owe the editors also for including Tim Gravi so often. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> um, and then they played their indoor-outdoor game. And I believe it was... Uh, it was a perfect pitch game so what they would do is they would say a word but because in korean every syllable is enunciated so like um you wouldn't say like toronto you would say toronto for example you have to enunciate every single letter like if you would <laughs> wednesday would kill us all because you would have to say wednesday um and things like that so like in korean there are no like like silent letters in terms of like it's not just a symbol that's there that you don't say although to be fair um native speakers obviously will shorten things up a bit or change things to how they sound because i did ask my one friend about that i'm like okay so like with this symbol isn't this this sound why don't you say it and she's like well you don't say the second t in toronto right and i'm like oh i guess that makes sense so it's kind of like that but also it would sound weird if you said it as in like just in general but um because it's like some words or some letters like don't make sounds i don't know it's it's languages are hard to explain in like a brief summary but anyway the syllable thing um is that you would enunciate every single character basically um so i can't remember what they said but um using anyang haseo for example you would say an Yang Haseo, and Yang Haseo, and Yang Haseo, etc. And you just you say each one at the higher pitch. So eh, I think I did that right. <laughs> I think I got that right. <laughs> um, but that's the basic. That's the that's the game. But they were saying it with food. Um, and I obviously don't remember what that was because my brain can't even remember their names sometimes. Um, I can remember, like, a couple of them, but then my brain just, like, fizzles out and dies. Because while I'm watching it, I'll know who they are. But, like, as soon as it's off, I'm just like, words? So, but that's what it is. So you would say, um, like, each character emphasize it one after the other. So it would be, like I said, an young haseo, an young haseo, 
Anyang Haseo or something like that. I think, like I said, I think I got that right. I think that's the, I think I emphasized them right. I could be wrong. Um, but that's the gist of the game. Um, so, like, you go up for the next character, basically. And it, it would be better with a visual aid, but I can't help. I'm sorry with that. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, so it turns out... <clears throat> what was that one for? Uh... That wasn't for their indoor outdoor game. No. That was... Oh, maybe they had to do that for lunch. I, I f They did that one at some point. Anyway, but their indoor-outdoor game um, was entirely based on luck. They had to roll a can across the table, which was marked with, like, sleeping indoor, sleeping outdoors, and then there was one sleeping outdoor without a tent. They still got sleeping bags and stuff if they slept outdoors without a tent. Um, but in this case... Uh, my favorite person and his teammate got sleeping indoors, and then the other two teams of two each, so six, there's six members filming this program, so the other four had to sleep outside, but they still got the tent. Uh, it was actually quite funny, because they wanted hot pot for lunch, because that was their lunch game, so they, like, asked for a favor, because what the lunch game was was consistent of however much money they saved through the day, um, and they were told by the staff, okay, well, you can have this, but if you take this deal, we can ask you to replay one game. So they asked the team, because the other team had originally gotten sleeping indoors, she asked them to replay it, and they got sleeping outdoors with the tent, so <laughs> kind of sucks. And then it started off in the morning, that um they all came out they just had to pick a vest out of the two like there was three colors one for each team um you just pick which vest you had and then they explained later that it was for roulette because of their work agency thing so what this what the show started off with before covid hit and really kind of put a hindrance on their being able to go do stuff um like work because of like conditions etc um was they would have like a work agency in that um two to f four people would have to go do these things in the morning. So one of them was like a fishing episode um, and that they were on a boat and they had to go fish in the morning. But unfortunately, both of them got so seasick um, that they couldn't do it and they felt really bad about it. But um, they got motion sickness so badly that they couldn't do it. Um, this morning's one, it was, or I say this morning's, but this episode's one, um, was they would pick the vest and then green had the most, yellow had the second most, red only had three spaces on their roulette thing. Cause roulette's one of their biggest things, um, on this program. Um, so yellow actually got to go home. So that was not my favorite person, but I'm a little okay with that. I know that it's work that they have to do and that it's hard work sometimes, but I just like the fact that they get a bit more screen time. Um, they actually were digging up trees and they seem to enjoy that. <laughs> they were digging up saplings because I guess they sell saplings and they carried about, like they have about 70% of the saplings that they sell from that province, uh, not province, but like that um, area. I don't remember what they called it. They had a thing. I don't think it was sector, but like they had a they had a title for it. And I can't remember what it was called, but they carried about seventy percent of the saplings that they distribute in the area. So that was pretty neat to see. So the whole point of the program, though, is it's supposed to be amusing, also, but it's also like a very good promotion for touristy areas and for like showing off the nice 
beautiful stuff that you can do or see in Korea. And it's really quite fascinating, but also it's hilarious too. So, you know, we get to see some crazy shenanigans and uh, I'm never going to complain about that. Got to see a lot of different sides of my favorite person from this show. And I'm always thankful for that. Uh, He snores, which is hilarious, but it's all good. He snores really loudly too. And that's actually pretty amusing. So (laughs) would not have known that. I mean, I think there was some stuff on YouTube from ages and ages ago, like debut um, when we saw him sleeping. And I think he snored then too, but I can't remember. But he hasn't grown out of that. I don't know. Do people grow out of snoring? I don't know if I still snore, but I know that I used to for sure. I don't move in my sleep, though, anymore, so I don't know if that's still a problem. But whatever. Whatever. Anyway, it's still amusing. Plus, you know, like, you get to see, like, it's just, I don't know what it is about your favorite person, but when they're sleepy, when they just wake up in the morning, there's something just so, like, you want to pinch their cheeks because they look so cute because they're tired and stuff. I've always been that way with people who are sleepy, though, so, like, But, like, his is ultra adorable because he's, like, my favorite person. So, like, you know, it's just that elevated adorable. Because, like, he's, like, so tired. You just want to be like, oh, (laughs) just throw me out a window. It's fine. (laughs) It's the truth, though. (laughs) Like I said, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you guys because there's no point. It'll be out there eventually anyway, so I don't care. But it is really great. It's adorable. Um, But, like, you also get to see him, like, participate in group dynamics and things. And, like, more than just the normal people that he hangs out with as well. Because, like, obviously, um, group members are generally close. I mean, they portray a closeness online. But you also kind of have to. Because, like, every once in a while, you hear about groups that, like, oh, this member was actually quite a bitch or whatever. Because, you know, they have to portray this um, closeness online. And, like, that's a given. And you can sometimes tell when they're faking how close they are. Like, I can obviously tell that, like, even though what we see of them is pretty close together with this particular group, they're not all super duper close. They've been running for about eight years now. But, like, you can tell that they're not all, like, super duper close. And that's fine. Because you work with them. And you don't always get along with the people you work with. And I'm not saying they don't get along. I'm just saying, like, it's it's one of those, like, your work friends. Your work friends. They're the people that you tolerate while you're at work. They might be, like, they might have a better friendship than that. And they just keep that more private. But there seems to be some aspects that I've kind of picked up on that are like, okay, well, some of that just seemed a little bit, like, not totally 100% genuine. Not every time. And I mean, obviously, like, with their jobs and stuff, they're very high stress, very high pressure. So, I mean, with that kind of thing, it's bound to be, like, that there are days when you just don't want to deal with anybody, people that you like or not. And I get that. So, you know, sometimes you pick up on that, too. But regardless, regardless... They definitely have gotten a lot closer, these six of them, filming on the program. Because you could definitely see, like, when they started off, they were a little bit awkward. But they've gotten way closer, and you can actually see that that's, like, some of them have actually become pretty good friends by the looks of it. Because there's some, like, very genuine interactions, both on the the screen and kind of off screen, but still online. 
And I don't think that they would fake that just for the sake of faking it. So, I don't know. But, like, it's nice to see. And especially because now that they've been filming for, like, an entire year. Like, this was one of his first regular variety show programs. Like, they've been guests on them with the original group that he was in and stuff. And, like, you know, you make guest appearances. But, like, this was his first regular program. Um, aside from Don't Be Jealous. But, again, that one ended in the summer. That one only ran from about this time of the year until the summer. Um, it's like, this is his first long-running program. So, obviously, he's new and he's got things to learn and stuff. But he's grown so much. And, like, the thing that makes me a little bit sad is, like, I would say that he's pretty well known in the music side of things. Um, like it, it really depends on the circles you run with, though. But from a variety show standpoint, he's very, very new. So people who I would have thought should know don't. But I think that's also because I'm pretty biased on that side. Like I, I won't, I won't say no bias here because there is a lot of bias here because. To be fair, on the flip side, I don't watch a lot of Korean variety shows very often. So this was one of the first shows that I kind of watched pretty regularly. So I don't know most of the rest of the cast. There's one member that I knew um, just by face. I didn't know name or anything like that. Everyone else I just learned through this program. So, you know, like... So it's quite the opposite. So a lot of the people that were like audience members or anytime they've interacted in small ways with audience members or just people, they wouldn't know who he is. But for me, it would have been the opposite. I knew who he is, but I wouldn't know who any of the others are. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, and like I said, I know their names when I'm watching the program and I can like see their name in my head. But when I try to say it, it just disappears. It disintegrates off my tongue. Because <laughs> it's just like, what? You wanted to say that name? Uh-uh, nope. So, you know. But him I know. And if you were to ask a lot of other K-pop fans, they maybe wouldn't know him. But older generation fans would. Or they would at least know the group he came from. And I mean, it was funny because when I was talking to um, my friend who does my proofreading for me for the translations, she's like, you know, I mean, I never really paid a lot of attention, but suddenly, like, I'm seeing his name everywhere now. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> he's also doing a lot of stuff, too. And he's been in a lot of articles and stuff, especially when he first started these things too. And like, you know, things come up and he gets some articles because of those or, you know, just it's, it's great to see. Like he's grown so much since being solo. Like I'm so proud of him. And I don't know if he sees how much he's grown because whoever really sees how much they've grown themselves. But like, my God, if I've always said this too, to my group chat, I'm like, if he's not proud of himself for this, or if he doesn't see it, we'll be proud for him. Because, goddamn, he's grown a lot. I'm going to end it, though, because, as I said, mm, it's now Wednesday. I got to sleep. So, <laughs> good night, good morning, good day, peace out, all. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll catch you again later. Bye!